0: derek hey trey um we both seem to be moving a little slower today but we're gonna fire off episode 35 we're gonna call this the calm before the storm
1: we already had the calm before the amateur storm yeah
0: this is how about the calm before many is
1: that's fine yeah yeah there's nothing calm about it i can tell you that well, i'm right calm now. yeah I'm, you're calm i'm, calm. I'm, I'm, I'm calm. not
0: but uh Welcome, welcome home! You uh, did the Lazy Springs uh, I four triple threat race this weekend. Um, I partook in the dust bowl known as Barto Round Three for FTR. Um, let's talk about them.
1: Yeah, we um, we went down to Lazy Springs in what Lehigh Acres yep. yesterday uh, for the Triple Crown Series, the I four MX. We've we ran the Dade City there, and then we're gonna finish it out at. Puna Gorda on the second and third, the new Moto Bros track that's opening up. Yeah. Um, Lazy Springs is a, a different place.
0: It's a for all intents and purposes, it's an off-road park yeah. for jeeps and trucks and yeah. There's there's and,
1: mud holes and fishing and you know the kids can swim in all the lakes and they have a jet ski um, course. Yeah, it's a big playground. Like yeah. uh, for what it is, it's cool. Yeah. Um, the prices are. A little more on the higher side for, um, I think it's like thirty-five bucks to get in. Then you get to pay ten bucks per vehicle. Then you got to pay camping. And but uh, for an off-road park, for a family fun park, it's cool. Yeah. Um, they Tracks just, a little tight. Yeah, they just they decided to throw a motocross track yeah. in the middle of it. Um, it's straight sand. It's rough, deep sand. It's um, not your typical motocross complex, but um, they got the job done. Beat the hell out of the bikes, overheated bikes, blew up bikes. It's uh, it's
0: the one that we talked about when I went down to watch the regular i4MX series, yeah. where I said, you know, not all tracks are everybody's favorite, but it's nice to have that. It is a complete variety track.
1: It's a if you can ride that track, you can ride any track. Yeah. So, um, lots of wrecks, um, lots of discouraged kids. Not just my own, just everybody in general. I seen kids kicking bikes and just falling over and it, it was rough but it was a good day it was hot yeah. miserably hot um the humidity was killing everybody but um we came out with two second places overall so it was a good weekend for us hard on the bikes like i said but um that, that triple crown series is a cool series we um the the pw's had to run like uh the little peewee track up front there and i talked to kenny beforehand kenny yoho um the series host and we kind of incorporated some of the big track into the little track. We, something he's like, we, we've never done this before. So we, we brainstormed for like half an hour and we figured out how we could incorporate a little bit of the the main track and it swallowed PW's the whole time. But you know, it gave them a little, gave us a little minios prep. And then um, it was hard on the beginner riders. They, they were really, really struggling.
0: Yeah. The first two turns on that track will, eat you up yeah
1: yeah so we the first turn out of the start on the main track i wanted to use it but they called that the bermuda triangle bikes go in and they never come out yeah so we decided on pws even after they groomed it that it was not going to be suitable so we used the next turn up um that goes into that that big turn they they kind of went out of the whole shot and took a hard left out of the whole shot up into the second turn and then back down into the mini track okay um it's very very tight even for pw's it you know it's hard for them to pass it's more like a it's more like a stasic track really um like a 12 inch stasic type of deal but you know they got it done um then they they'd go back out onto the hard the hard pack it's kind of super crossy because they'd they'd go into the sand then they'd come out to like a super cross straight stretch like they would out into a hole shot on real hard pack um white driveway driveway, really you know and then they'd go back into the sand section and back out across um, another hard pack. So they got to experience a whole bunch of different elements. There was rocks, and it was good. Um, a lot of kids wrecked. You know, there's a lot of wrecks. Uh, got to see it. Uh, there's a guy who raced like a, a Sauron-type bike. Oh, really? In the beginner 450 class or the 250 class. One of the beginner classes, uh. he was racing like a Sauron-type electric bike um kenny's actually the one that told me about it uh he's he's like there's one of those electric bikes here and he was up because we asked if we could cut the laps down on the electric bikes because it was just absolute hell on those bikes in that deep sand and um we asked if we could cut some of the laps down he's like yeah the the other electric bike i'm like yeah for the 50s he's like no there's big electric bikes i'm like there's stark varg here he's like no it's like a sauron type deal with Uh. number plates on it so, but we we found it. Yeah, there's that, he he had two of them. He was racing them. Did he have um, it all
0: set up? Because I saw one at Barto this weekend. The dude had on true foot pegs. He had on. Uh, I want to say it was like Race Tech valve front forks.
1: It looked it it looked pretty well done. I mean, it still had the the Siron shape. Yeah, the black. You know, it doesn't have yeah. the Stark Varg dart bike look, but it had a full dart bike fender, number plate. On the front, um, number plates on the sides. The, so the real skinny plastic. Yeah. But and then it looked like it had full forks on it. It's um, crazy.
0: That's there. Those guys are spending so much money on those. They bikes. are. It's like, ridiculous.
1: And I've come to the conclusion, like I think I would trade my big bike for one of those because I'm pretty much done riding at this point. Um, back issues again, and um, we're so involved with the kids. There's no sense in me even. But you could go out and ride one of those. But for that's fun. the thing. Like I could. I could even get rid of the one ten the pit bike and just have that yeah. and ride. Yeah, because you could ride pit bike stuff with that. Yeah, ride the kid, yeah. ride with the kids, and put all of my toy bikes into the bikes that we need because yeah. we need two bikes for next year, four bikes total. We need so it's a uh, it's crazy. But back to the i four series, yeah, he was he was riding that that Suron deal, and it, the only thing that I noticed is every jump that thing would air wheelie, uh, and there's like it, it, you could tell. He, I've heard that a lot about the Stark Vargs too that. You hold the throttle, they'll loop out in the air because there's so much torque. Uh, they'll spin yeah, them, yeah, yeah. and I hear a lot of these FMX guys want to go electric because you can romp on them and yeah. pull the backflips easier. So that's the only thing I seen. He, this guy, almost ate it crazy. Like he, he launched this thing and it was straight up in the air. I could see the front end coming back, and he landed like that, and somehow it come back down, but. That's the only thing that sketches me out about those. Like, if, if you're gonna ride those, you better figure out the yeah. the momentum of them before you start launching stuff like that.
0: I still think on those electric bikes because there was a guy racing a big bike, electric bike yesterday, and it's crazy. We were standing on top of the hill and we could hear him accelerating. We yeah,
1: oh yeah, and just hear chains slapping.
0: And uh, I think my thing for those is, is, dude, they're they're not. Full on, but how much can they actually take?
1: I don't know. Like, that's what worries me. Like, they're—I don't know. Like the Stark Vargs, they say, "Well, take yeah. a beat. I mean, yeah. that's a full motocross bike, but those Surons aren't really made for that. No, they're I mean, they're a—they're a backyard toy, like something for in communities that you can.
0: I wonder if you. I wonder if they'll ever do like and completely off what we do, but I wonder if they'll do any like a Suron downhill mountain bike thing because i feel like you can't put them against a regular bike because those guys don't pedal going downhill but the surron they they could literally blip a throttle and clear a section
1: yeah yeah it's crazy um but even like the e-bike that we have it's our boy went out he's lined up with all uh 50 riders you know the, the tc 50s yeah. the ktm 50s and he blew them away on the whole shot like the the instant power is it's almost unfair yeah but i mean i couldn't be more proud of the kid just out there screaming in front of all those kids and there was some no joke 50 riders there um but yeah it's just the, the instantaneous power of those things is yeah. almost yeah there's no know, lag. it's it's not it's not fair on yeah. that aspect of it but but then we we get to our downfalls where last lap last straight stretch we got a bike that's overheating and then everybody's coming up past them because it just it slows them right down to nothing yeah um i think it could be a bike issue for us because the the other the other e-bike that we had right behind my boy was still on two battery life and we were down down on one and overheating and uh, it's probably time for a battery swap but it's it's got its downfalls as well but they're 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 Pretty cool. I mean, this yeah. the new era.
0: Any, uh, oh, I'll touch on this first. Any, any, um, high end riders running, just kind of getting some time in before many O's? Uh, how was the turnout? How was the, not even the turnout, because it doesn't matter. It's off season somewhat racing. How, uh, how was the quality of rider, or was it a chance for other people to kind of get their feet I wet? I
1: think it was more, um, no real high-end riders there. Um, it was. It's more like a. This was more like a family. Okay. Motocross weekend. Um, I know, like some of the guys that raced the Dade City one. It wasn't a huge turnout there either. Still, I mean, still a good amount. I do know. The I four series, their regular series, has. At, I think it was at Moto Bros. They pulled in. They're telling me this weekend like four hundred riders. Wow. Which is bigger than even the gold cup pulls in for down at moto bros um but this one i i do think a lot of guys shy away from the lazy springs because it it just destroys bikes it's and a tough track
0: i mean it is a tough I've, I've seen it i have not ridden on it but like i said when our first conversation a while back i think it would be a great practice track yeah like you're gonna get you get straightaways there's jumps it's sandy you can make different lines throughout corners it's
1: a big track too Man, like, i noticed
0: that your son made a line Chased off a dude that was the he he like just accelerated through a corner and made his own berm,
1: yeah. Uh, that's what they got to do, you know. <laughs> and those e bikes, you just power right through it. They that's the thing, they didn't dog down there, they might have sunk down, yeah, but there's no dogging down like the, the 50 um, two strokes are doing. So yeah. he was able to pull out of stuff like that. Um, he he was leading, you know, good. I'd say like an eighth of a track the whole time up until we had issues every single moto. Yeah. But um, I think that's that's also where the the electric bike comes into play, where it's it's almost an unfair advantage for some part. But they're I mean they're in their own class. He wasn't in the fifty class; yeah. he's in an e bike class. But they put them all together. So, but yeah, it's um, it was a fun weekend. Uh, it was hot, like I said. But the kids got to fish and swim afterwards, and yeah, they
0: got to enjoy the amenities.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, Not just a race, I mean, it was like a camping trip, too. Yeah.
0: Yep, so now, immediately come home, shift focus, and now we're on Mad Dash to leave, well, I guess you'll leave, will you leave Saturday? Or will you leave Friday?
1: I don't know. I'm still up in the air, so we got into Minio's late last week, I found out. Uh, We were registered as alternates, like I've said, the past few episodes, didn't know if we were going to get in we get in a week before so now nothing's ready because i had no intention of getting in um so now we're bike prepping because we had bike issues all this weekend all last weekend trying to get bikes ready um i mean we're only running the pw up there so my middle boy is the only one riding minios um i th- registrations on friday but you can register on saturday too we practice on saturday as well but we're practice twenty, so I th- I'm really thinking just going up Saturday morning. Um, we're gonna be out in BFE anyway. We don't have a power spot, so we'll be running generator the whole time. And I I'm still up in the air. What's going? I'll probably figure it out Thursday if I'm gonna leave Friday or Saturday. But we'll we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a fun week regardless. I mean, the experience alone is gonna be worth it. Um, a lot of big guys, every big guys there, you know. Yeah. Even if, even in the off season, you got Malcolm. The Stewarts are always there. Malcolm loves the PW class. Um, it's you get to, we'll get to see a lot of the bike changes there. So guys on new teams, and um, it's gonna be cool.
0: So when you pull in there to that to that track, instead of getting to go left, you're gonna have to go right and out to the. So there's
1: Interland? there's that spot. Instead of pulling in the main entrance, there's also fields down the road. Oh. Then you can go up on top of the quarry. It's it's a packed house there. Do they um, tell
0: you where you're gonna go?
1: I don't know. Uh, never never know. been. Yeah, I'm I a... mean, obviously we race Gatorback and you know Diamondback and stuff, but that's this is a whole different yeah. whole different animal.
0: Yeah, because I go as a fan and I just park in park, where I park, fit. Yeah. park wherever you can. Um, I will be up there Sunday to watch um, the first day of racing and uh, kind of excited to see what it's, well, last time I went was probably 20 years ago and you could still park in the normal parking yep. area and just seeing pictures of years gone by, oh man, it's going to be like, I don't know, maybe like a Florida Burning Man type thing. Like you could just
1: find a spot and- yeah. Park it wherever you can yeah. fit seventy feet in, and yeah. let it go. So it's it's going to be an experience. that will prepare us for next year, and we're actually trying for this hardcore. And um, we'll get it, we'll get our learning curve out of the way and see yeah. what it's like.
0: Yeah, because it's I mean, there's guys that have gone not made the mains or the main motos, and it's like, all right, I thought they were pretty good, and it just yeah. it just happens.
1: Well, you got? People traveling from all over the world yeah. to race this race. Um, it's just like Loretta's, really, except you don't have to get in. Um, you just sign up and race, and all the most of the pros are there. You usually see every future rider there, futures, um, especially the Super. I mean, everybody comes to race the Supercross. I mean, they race the outdoors, too, but um, what chance do you get to race Supercross outside of Supercross? Yeah. So... It attracts everybody. The best of the best are there, and we'll see what happens. See where we stack up against everybody else. And
0: you also have a race in between that race that you have to figure out how to do.
1: Yeah, we got our last Dade City Championship race. It's double points. I hate to miss it. So we have practice Saturday. We have racing Saturday night. We go back. We race first thing Sunday morning. So two-hour drive down, two-hour drive back wake up at seven and start racing or moto seven so we'll be fairly early in the morning and then we race monday and hopefully tuesday if we get into the main and then we're back at puna gordo on saturday
0: so uh my only request is make sure you put gas in the bike oh yeah (laughs) so that you don't have to worry about that like just go ahead and get it filled up do that right away just get it done load it up and head out and
1: I'm just going to keep keep the old VP right on the golf cart with us.
0: So are you just taking the uh, truck up? Like you're going to take the camper, but then to Dade City, will you just...
1: Yeah, so we'll load the bikes in the truck, travel to Dade City, yeah. travel back, sleep for a couple hours. Hopefully the kids sleep the whole way, and we'll see what happens. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough, but...
0: You're going to have to do some breathing exercises and relax and...
1: I don't relax.
0: Drink a lot of water.
1: If I was relaxed, I wouldn't be able to do this.
0: So, so, th- so that's the big week that you guys have going on. Um, there was the third round of FTR this weekend. Uh, the two weeks ago, they raced the hard part, hard side of the property. This time, they raced the more sandier side, and I have a few pictures that I'm, I'll post up of like what the start line looked like at some of the starts. Mm-hmm. Photo man who takes photos was literally across the track and you couldn't see him. Like there was just these dust balls and he would literally take shots back away, come back, take shots back away. And he did that for all the lines. But the track for Sunday was 11 and a half miles. We went Saturday and Sunday. Um, The quad race ended at dusk. The dust, if you most don't know in Florida, the dust settles because the air gets heavy so the dust doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. When my wife and I left to go grab dinner in Bartow, when we came back, the dust had crept across Highway 60. It's crazy. And it was like, oh, that's that's that could get dangerous. Mm-hmm. It was just basically just laid like a blanket across.
1: Yeah, so I remember when I raced that race, you, you pull the whole shot, and it's just you're going into yeah. pitch black smoke. There were,
0: there were guys that would come down the hill and just stop because yeah. you couldn't see. So... Um, track was cool, though. I heard, heard lots of people enjoy that layout, enjoyed the track. Minus the dust, it's it's a little less abrasive on the body than the other round was. Um, Jesse Ansley won the double A. Uh, there is a guy that races in the 30-plus class who's running top 10. Kyle McAfee's running, like, top 10 in overalls hmm. in a 30-plus class, and it's like there's some fast guys out there right now but uh good race just dusty hot kind of like you it was just hot and there wasn't a lot of breeze and when there was a breeze and overcast it wasn't bad because it was only like you said it was only in the 80s but the humidity was just nasty
1: yeah it was it was insane and obviously we were south so it was a little warmer but um it was brutal um we're used to 100 and some degrees in the summer and it's yeah i think this weekend was a top tier to that it was
0: it was scorcher it was kind of like okay well if you can get through this then you can probably ride most anything um i think for motocross it's pretty much the on the professional side it's off season everybody's prepping for next year boot camps some people have done some testing other things are going on um in the amateur side obviously we have mini o's but then as soon as mini o's is over it's like whoop
1: Yep. Everything's quiet. It takes
0: a break. I guess I four, uh, triple threat. They have that one race left. And then it's just kind of like, all right, let's, let's regroup. Yeah. Um, FTR had their, this race. They don't race again until December 8th and 9th or 9th and ninth t- and 10th down in Punta Gorda, um, at the strawberry uh, not strawberry farm, a watermelon farm. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually the course of the year last year. So it's a good, a good fun course. So you might start seeing some of the motocross guys, who are just looking for seat time pop in. Some of the pros start making their way down to run the uh, off-road pros, start making their way down. So, yeah, it's actually a – so I think for you and I, well, after I wake you up, after Minio's and your preparation for Pentagordo, we're going to obviously do a wrap for Minio's and that whole experience of what that was like. And then – we may talk about the uh, last round of i4mx and your wrap-up of dade city what that the whole experience was like running for the series and then we may take a little take a little because we'll be we missed last week because well there wasn't anything happening
1: no i like (laughs) so i got a a video edit that i got to do for rylan that we're gonna put up but um yeah it's uh between our racing is out of control right now so we've I've kind of been focusing on that, and yeah. we, we, it's the first one we've ever really missed. But um, for us, it's in full swing. Like, we've never been this busy. Yeah. So. I bet you're but, ready for a break, though, too. Though. I am. Like, I'm I'm definitely getting there, but we're, you know, we're going to be wrapping up the Triple Crown series, Minios, and Dade City all in a week. Like, yeah. So, all the series will be wrapping up within a week's time. So, for us, it's it's – Stressful. Is there
0: a Thanksgiving meal thrown in there at some point?
1: I don't know what we're doing. That hasn't even been talked about. Because you'll be here. We'll be here. Yeah. So we have no idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you if you were up at there, you could just they host Thanksgiving. Yeah, most the of
1: them Band. do. Uh, uh, Future MX does the old seafood boil for everybody. Yeah. You know, a lot of the vendors and stuff like that. But my goal is to absolutely come home. Um, we need some home time. Because yeah. it's not something we've had, and we've been living in a toy hauler for weekend after weekend for three months now. Yeah, well,
0: as you can say, you know, you're busy, but it's almost over, and then you can regroup. Yeah, for,
1: you... for about a month, yeah. and then it all starts over again. We figure out what we're going to do, get some training in, and um, hopefully get some bikes figured out, and see what happens from there. 2024, here we come.
0: Well, I have no big news that has occurred or happened um, I did enjoy. I, I don't know if we had a podcast from the time I got to spend with Ryland up doing his uh, VO2 max test. That was actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was neat to see an athlete. And then I actually talked with another rider, and they do theirs down in South Florida, where they go do the lactate and the uh, whole VO2, and and he's an off-road guy. And it's like, I didn't realize. I need to go try one of these one time, but I don't want. I will not share my results because it would be embarrassing.
1: <laughs> um, they they'd be sharing my obituary if I tried that.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, it's just there's not much. I don't. I don't think there's any big Earth. Well, I guess Vince Freeze caused a problem at World Supercross.
1: Did see that? Yeah.
0: Um, Brayton took a digger, but he's racing Paris. Uh, I don't know why Barsha's out at Paris but so there's still some off season stuff but nothing that's really Did, big
1: whatever happened to Ken Rockson i know i seen him go down he, he went messed down he up i don't know if he kept racing he or...
0: ended up winning one one moto of it mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's the, that series is kind of it's not invisible cuz there's good riders but like the track was so tight that they had to do a front back start mm-hmm. like they didn't have the riders all at the same on the same line it's like an arena
1: cross race.
0: But but they were racing in Abu Dhabi, so how do you pass that up? Yeah. And then they finished the last round of the uh, Australian Supercross, and then I guess they're doing the last round of World Supercross in Australia. There's, there's racing, but nothing right now that really interests us or is important to us, unless it's an injury or a rider that's riding unbelievable. At this point, it's kind of, huh. They're just cashing out at this point, is what guys are doing. So, I don't know. What's your opinion on Vince Freeze and his
1: tactics? That's how he's always rode. I've never seen him ride. How come nothing is ever done? I don't know. Like, the there's the time, remember that time he took out uh, Christian Craig? Oh, yeah. Terribly. It was like that split lane section. And he, like, always has an excuse about it, too. No brakes or something, and. I didn't mean to push that wide, or straight took out Dino from what I've seen. I mean, I had just seen a couple of clips of it here and there in between us racing, and if I'm not racing or working on a bike, I'm watching motocross clips. I mean, it's life. But he, I don't know why he rides the way he rides. It's yeah. he never ever comes out of it clean either. No. Like he goes down with them. It,
0: and I think I think for me I see it like, you know if you want to ride hard, like Barsha takes you out and then tells you, man, that was good hard racing. I have heard, I have not been able to watch, so it's naive of me and dumb, but I have heard that he has spoken about what he has done and kind of not backed down from what he has done. Mm -hmm. So, but the rest of the society is not happy with him. But I'm going to, Play devil's advocate: Is the rest of society not happy with him because it's who he was, and they never gave him the benefit of the doubt, or is rest of society mad at him because he's just that nasty? I
1: don't know. He's just a nasty rider. Yeah, he is. He's just love to talk to him sometime. Could, well, when you figure, talk to him, figure out the mindset. Seems like but, the nicest guy in the world. Yeah.
0: Like he's just a nice guy, and this is what he does. And but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm very curious because so, he's taking out guys that they really don't need to be taken out. I mean, Dino's on the verge of not being able to walk, yeah. and and Brayton's old. And, like, these guys are, like, they're kind
1: of – they're just kind of at the end. Well, it's back when he was taking out Christian Craig who was – there was no competition. Yeah. Like, Christian was the points leader and by far, and he still – slammed right into him, knocked him out into the, into the, um...
0: Oh, they almost made it to the, the, uh, in- exit. Yeah, and it,
1: it, there was, like, that, that mesh or whatever up yeah. that he ran into, and yeah, it was a mess, but I don't, I don't know, I don't see the need for it, but he sure does.
0: Yeah, um, but no, I, I don't really think there's much else to cover, I mean, we could ramble, but honestly, you got a lot to get done this week, and... You got to figure out some bikes and you got to figure out, uh, getting that 70 foot monstrosity parked and situated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. And um,
0: parking it so that you can get your truck out to go race somewhere else. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I gotta, gotta leave some room, but yeah. yeah, we, and we, we lost Caleb Groves over, I don't think we ever brought that up. He broken, oh, broken collarbone. Broken his and, collarbone. Yeah. Um, Still hasn't got that figured out yet. Still hasn't seen an orthopedic, so. Really? Yeah, can't get into one right now. Oh, wow. Um, So he's still fighting that battle, but he's out for many O's and hoping to have him by the kid's side for a little bit and do his little pep talks and.
0: Well, maybe we'll have a crew. We we can have a uh, a crew of people that we know, like, and trust up there on Sunday to hang out with us and show us the ropes
1: yeah and help help when help is needed yeah <laughs> for sure god knows i'm gonna need it
0: for sure so can you can you tech two bikes at this race or can you just or do you have to run what you have
1: i think technically you're supposed to run the you register but okay i don't know i'm doing what i gotta do unless
0: bone goes out there and wins they're not gonna know
1: we're taking an extra bike with us i can tell you that right now it's yeah. not ours but it'll be there um as long as we can make that happen, it'll be there. So we'll figure it out. I mean, right. I, d- I don't expect him to go out and dominate, so I don't think there's going to be any kind of issues yeah. whatsoever. But, you know, there's always some somebody that's going to throw a fit about something.
0: Well, you know, I haven't really paid attention to the 50 badassery list of little kids that are running 50s right now around the country. So yeah, oh, uh, there's I don't know who's coming in hot.
1: There's lots of them. I mean, we're – like I said, we're we're way under the gun right now. I didn't get new bikes, but everybody there is gonna be on new bikes, new gear, you know, we we aren't gonna be. We're 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 doing our trial run because I was very underprepared for what was going on this week, so
0: Hey, it happens. It happens. But I think for episode thirty five, we're gonna call this a wrap because I'm guessing episode thirty six is gonna be pretty full of the racing that occurred, and what we saw, for especially for Supercross. And then we'll obviously see the results, and I believe you're going to be able to watch it on Racer TV or yeah, something. Yeah, so
1: all the races will be online and live on Racer TV. Yeah. Um, so we'll be on there. Um, I'll shoot the link up on our pages when we get it, and anybody can watch. And
0: Sweet. That way we can watch, <coughs> see what's going on, so we can talk about it a week from now. Yeah. Actually, it won't be a week from now. Well, no, your experience. The other ones will be a week after that.
1: Yeah, because we might be home Tuesday. Yeah. Might be home Wednesday. Um, it'll probably end up. I think we might end up doing the recap the following Monday. Okay. And we get Puna Gorda out of the way, Date City's out of the way, Minios is out of the way. Okay. So um, we may
0: not do something next week. We may just have some content fillers.
1: Yeah, some videos, okay. and Minios, and maybe maybe get some small little interviews during minios and uh if my life's not too crazy up there i'll see who i can talk to
0: perfect all right man well this is episode 35 that is derek schaefer who needs to sleep (laughs) i am trey heath this has been the beyond the curve the mx podcast and it is brought to you by dbs custom fabrication and handyman solutions and michelle and trey real estate y'all have a great week and enjoy the family time bye-bye